0: Don't you just hate it when for months you tell us that it's a massive crime for Trump to mishandle classified documents and then you find out that Biden did the exact same thing? I hate it when that happens. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Classified documents have been discovered at Joe Biden's personal office, one of the offices that he used after he left his office as vice president and Biden literally guilty of the same crime as Trump. Actually, what Biden did is much worse, but he violated the Presidential Records Act, which would be no big deal because it's really nobody cares. Every every president probably does this. But the Democrats have been telling us that it's a huge deal, that it's a capital offense. And what Biden did is much worse because, as we told you at the time, Trump was president Biden was vice president. Trump had all the authority to declassify any document. Trump could have declassified nuclear secrets if he wanted to because he was president. And you could argue that by Trump, just by bringing them home and storing those documents where he did a Mar-a-Lago or whatever, putting them in boxes, that was an act of declassification. But whatever the legalities are, Trump had every, all the authority to do that. Uh Biden had no authority. The vice president has no no constitutional authority whatsoever to declassify I mean, can't, can't classify the White House dinner menu. Okay, so look at the irony here. Biden guilty of the same crime. They're going to tell us, well, we're just conspiracy theorists. Biden didn't do anything wrong. We're just – what do you mean? You've been telling us for six months how this is like – the end of the world. And where's the FBI raid on Biden? Somebody made the point. Jesse Gostetner made the point that this, this office, Biden barely used this office. So these documents that they found in this office, that's probably not the main his main storage area. So he probably had, you know, Biden has all sorts of properties everywhere with, with, you know, with all the money that he made, probably off of China and off of Ukraine and Burisma and off of the Hunter Biden artwork. But uh, the, 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 there are plenty of places the FBI could raid. They're not raiding Biden's homes. Gee, isn't that a shock? Uh, Where's the special counsel? They appointed a special counsel for Trump because this is such a capital offense. And it's amazing how the the, the Democrats and the media look like buffoons right now. And the media is still figuring out a way to downplay this thing and tell us, oh, no, there there are differences. There are so many differences. What Trump did, that was a terrible crime. But Biden, he returned the documents. So I'm going to give you a lot of the details over here. Number one, these documents are actually related to Ukraine. Yeah, some of the die they related to Ukraine, Iran, the UK, these classified documents that Biden was, was, was storing. Um. The same Ukraine that Hunter Yeah, documents related to Ukraine. Ukraine is where Hunter was on the board of Barisma. Ukraine is where Joe Biden bragged about firing the prosecutor, withholding like a billion dollars in funding to the Ukrainians until they fired the prosecutor who was investigating corruption at Barisma, where his son was on the board making millions of dollars. So that's a strange coincidence. And here but here's what I need to explain. Here's what's amazing is that the Democrats, they can't get away with, they're going to try to tell us all these differences here, how Biden didn't commit a crime. He did the same thing as Trump. It's the same thing, only it's worse because Trump was president and he could he could declassify. And yet they, they still, they, they, these people, they have no shame. They're sitting there telling us, oh, what Biden did is fine. He returned them. We'll get to some of the quotes here, some of the details about why what Biden did is so different than what Trump did. But it's not. And here's what's important. Remember how they always tell us when they find these scandals with these Democrats, they're always telling us how we're crazy and we're lunatics and it's a conspiracy theory, right? I'll just go through the just a short list here out of the many scandals. The Hillary email servers, Benghazi, the IRS scandal, the Fast and Furious scandal under Obama, Spygate—obviously when they literally spied on Trump, right? They always, and then of course there's all the COVID stuff, and uh, and and China, and the lab leak, and Fauci, and 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 and, Tw- and the Twitter files, right? All the collusion with Twitter and social media, burying the Hunter Biden laptop, right? All those stories they tell us. We're overreacting. They didn't commit any crimes. Hillary's innocent. Obama's innocent. Biden's innocent. Uh, you know, all, you know, Andrew McCabe is innocent. And here they can't get away with it. They literally have been telling us for months that it's, it's a terrible crime to mishandle classified documents, which is, by the way, what Hillary did with the email servers. So Biden is guilty of the same thing. So they literally, and they're telling us, no, what are you talking about? What Biden's doing is not a problem. They look us in the eye. They tell us, oh, you, you think the sky is blue? The sky, only conspiracy theorists think that the sky is blue. The sky is orange. Look at the sky. Well, what makes you think it's blue? That's what these people do. So Andrew Weissman, the pit bull, right? One of the prosecutors, the, the chief prosecutor on the Mueller, uh, during the Mueller probe, right? He put out a tweet saying, It's not a crime to accidentally take and retain government documents. If upon learning that you have the docs, you return them, there's no crime. That's not what Trump did. If Trump had simply returned everything, this would be a non-story. Oh, really? Really? If Trump had just returned them, then everybody, really? Last time I checked, really? For, for, now, they say he, everyone keeps saying this, he returned it right away. What happened was, by the way, this was discovered on November 2nd. This was discovered, discovered six days before election day. And yet they didn't bother to tell us now until January. And the reason they told us now is because the FBI is launching an investigation, so it was going to leak out. So, trust me, they didn't tell us out of the goodness of their heart. Okay, we want to be honest. We want to, we want to be, Fully transparent. That's the last thing Biden and his people want to be. But um, why didn't they tell us this before the election? Well, we know why, obviously, but they haven't told us this even afterwards for months. And now they only did because they, they had to. So so much for their honesty and their integrity, but uh, but but this notion about how well they returned it right away. Lawyers were going through whatever happened was somebody discovered this and they're like, oh wow, this is bad. Biden knew about it. Okay, Biden knew about it. I'm sure a lot of other people knew about it. He did this for years. He stored. They're acting like like, it's like I could steal like a million dollars from you and then like my lawyer is, discovers that I stole a million dollars. Oh, you better return this. Okay, fine, let's return it five years later. Literally, this is six years later. Biden left office in 2017. Now they're announcing it in 2023. Oh, he returned it right away. This is what this saying? Well, he returned it right away. He returned. It's not like Trump. He returned it right away. Returned it right away. Here, I'm going to read you a quote here, another quote from Yossika Stetner. The Team Biden disclosed it quickly, Spin, ignores he should never have had it. Six years is not quickly. It was found six days before the midterms, but it was only made public now. And by the way, it was used in a rarely used, it was found in a rarely used office. So there's probably more other places, but like he stole documents and this hand, he literally had possession of classified documents illegally for six years. And they're telling us, no, he returned it quickly. He returned it right away. He's not like Trump. Trump kept saying, give it back, give it back. Don't take my stuff. But Biden, he like, he just turned it right over after six years of being illegally in possession of. Classified documents about Ukraine. So like and and by the way, another one, another one. Well, this is totally different than Trump. Trump had hundreds of classified documents. Biden only had like 10 classified documents again in this one place. They haven't raided. That's what he turned over willingly. So they didn't even do a raid on this place. So for all we know, this office has more. But obviously his lawyers would have been smart and taken, gotten rid of those, taken those out, put them somewhere else or buried them or who knows what. But they haven't checked all the other places. But so let's assume they're accurate. Oh well Biden only has 10 documents illegally Trump had 200 I mean oh so then that's that's somehow like less of a crime the only difference as i said is that the vice president has no authority to declassify this stuff so and, and you know what else the media said the media said oh no you can't compare Biden and Trump because with Trump the FBI got involved Biden the FBI didn't have to get involved he returned it willingly of course the FBI – if the FBI got involved with Biden, or oh, trust me, it would go much, much, much worse. I mean so it, it, it's really just absurd. The arguments they're making are nonsensical and they are absurd. And let, let's wait and see. Again, Democrats unfortunately don't get indicted, but this is an enjoyable moment for us where they have such egg on their face and they, they, they look like such fools and, and – hopefully hopefully there's some sensible americans out there who don't love trump who this will expose the hypocrisy you know and and the way the media just whitewashes every single scandal that involves democrats and and what like i said it sheds light on what we already know which is all the other scandals really are that bad but the problem is they get away with it they get away with it they got they got away with all these scandals because democrats never ever ever are forced to suffer consequences. Is this time going to be different? Let's wait and see. Joe Biden, President Biden, wants to ban gas stoves. You cannot make this stuff up. They want to ban gas stovetops because of the harmful pollutants. And uh I saw somebody debunk this, by the way, and say it's not even true. Supposedly gas... Sto- now, look, the real reason that Biden wants to ban gas stoves is because Biden is on a jihad against fossil fuels. And really, deeper than that, because there's something we enjoy using they really just want to ruin our lives and interfere with our lives any way that they can they want uh, they 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 want us to suffer they want our lives to be unpleasant so it, they like banning if you like plastic bags we're going to figure out a reason to ban Plastic bags. If you like gas guzzling Jeeps, we're going to ban gas guzzling Jeeps. You like taking showers that have strong water flow, a lot of water pressure. Well, we're going to ban those shower heads. So the water is going to drip, drip, drip out, going to dribble out very slowly. OK, they, they they want our lives to be miserable because that gives them more power. And that brings them further closer to socialism. So, but Biden, but he's on a jihad against fossil fuels. And he, here's what they're saying about gas stoves. It's unbelievable. And what they're going to do is they're not going to ban gas stoves because they'll never get away with that. But now they're going to put all sorts of restrictions on these companies that make the gas stoves. And that's going to hurt the, the, the gas companies and et cetera. And, uh, and now they're going to say, well, we were going to ban them. So at least we're not banning them. They use it as an excuse, as a pretext. Um But here's what they're saying. Amazingly, the Democrats are saying... That not only are gas stoves harmful, but they're disproportionately harmful to blacks and Hispanics. You cannot make this stuff up. Gas stoves are racist. I kid you not. I'm going to read you a quote here from CNN. Gas stoves are racist. Remember we told you that the pulse oximeters are racist because pulse oximeters, and it's true, pulse oximeters, they work differently for whites than for blacks. And they're not accurate because there's different pigmentation in the skin and and they scan the, the amount of light. That's admitted to somehow tell how much oxygen is in a person's blood. But like CNN implied, like they were racist because of that. So now gas stoves are racist. A letter that was signed by Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker and other woke senators, Democrat senators and congressmen said blacks and Latinos and low income households are more likely to be affected by asthma and other breathing illnesses due to gas stoves because they live near coal ash sites or in a home with poor ventilation or near waste incinerators. I don't know. They probably made it up as far as I'm concerned. But somehow they have some sort of reason over here, reasoning, logic that – Blacks and Hispanics and low-income people, households, are more likely to get asthma from gas stoves. The whole notion that gas stoves actually cause asthma, somehow the pollutants that are emitted, the, the, whatever emissions come out of a gas, gas stoves to me seem to burn pretty clean. I don't like gas stoves, happens to be, I, I have them, and I use them, and they're, and they're, they're fine. I'm not like knocking them. Please use it, be my guest. It's a great thing. Great great appliance. But uh they, they make they dry out the air, I don't know, they dry out my system with you know without getting into too much detail and uh you know don't need to go into the gory details, but they don't make me feel very good when they're on for a prolonged period of time. But that's just me personally. That's not data, that's not a scientific study, that's not clinical research, and it's not a reason to ban them. You don't want to use a gas stove. You think it gives your child asthma? Don't use the gas stove. That you have the freedom to not use the gas stove doesn't mean I have to ban them for millions of Americans. Right? Period. But again, they wanna make our lives miserable by the way speaking of little annoyances and this is just a total sidetrack i have this issue in my car where last few weeks and i and i just have to get it fixed but i just haven't had time like if the car runs uh i you know i don't make it to the mechanic cuz like the car is running so it's not urgent you know but that's not necessarily the best way to live that's just how i operate usually and uh so i have this thing where my car is beeping my car thinks that the emergency brake is deployed and it's not the, emer- the something is like stuck, is like jammed there. I, I saw it get, I felt it get jammed. So um th- my car believes the emergency brake is on and is deployed, and it's not. So I'm driving, and the car is warning me and doing this knock, ding, ding, ding. It's a very similar t- sound to, and there's, I, like I have no way to shut it except maybe if I like find the fuse and pull pull the fuse out. But uh, it, it's a very similar sound to the sound. Here's where it gets embarrassing: it, the sound of like that your seatbelt is not on, you know that you're not buckled. And I do buckle and I certainly recommend that people buckle. You know, obviously buckle up and put your seatbelt on. You don't need me to tell you that. But, um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm driving and be ding ding. I'm not going to do the best impersonation of the sound, but my car is telling me that the parking brake, the emergency brake is deployed because it thinks it is, which it's not. And if you're listening to it, it sounds like your seatbelt is not on and you're driving. And it's embarrassing when I'm on the phone with people. And I have to start apologizing and saying sorry, and it does eventually go off. But I have to be driving for a while before it goes off. And then when I stop at the red light and then start again, it goes back on. But uh, you know, what am I going to say to people? By the way, I'm buckled up. Like by the way, I, I am wearing my seat. You probably think I'm not wearing my seatbelt. I am. Because what would you think if you hear somebody with the background noise, the beep, 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 and it's just not going off? Would you think, well, they're probably not wearing a seatbelt, or what? I don't know. That's one of my kids' thought, or, or something. Like there's something wrong with your car. Why is your car making that noise? It's warning you about something. So it's just kind of embarrassing, but but it's fine. It is what it is. Um, uh, all right, so Jim Jordan is is actually chairman of the new House committee they established um, on the weaponization of government. They've already launched uh, an investigation into the FBI and you know how the FBI targeted parents parents who. You know, we're trying to interfere with school boards and trying to take control of their school and their children's education. And the FBI basically considered them, labeled them domestic terrorists. So Jim Jordan is going to be investigating that. And this is going to be amazing. This, this literally there's an entire committee on the weaponization of the government investigating that. That is a new committee established by Kevin McCarthy, new speaker of the House. Now, it's going to be what this is. Buckle up. Speaking of buckling up. Buckle up, get ready. This is going to be a fun ride. Jim Jordan, there is nobody better for this role. I mean, he has, he is literally has, he's not at all timid. He's out there. He's not afraid. He, you know, he's got a lot of courage and he's willing to say what needs to be said and attack whoever needs to be attacked and get to the bottom of these things. So it, it, no whitewashing. And he's going to pressure them to, you know, uh, release all the documents that need to be released. So this is going to be one bombshell after the next. I mean, between Elon Musk's Twitter files and between Jim Jordan exposing the corruption, the collusion between the DOJ, intel agencies, Democrats, the media, the FBI targeting these uh, Republicans and people who are just trying to you know, prevent the indoctrination of children with immoral education, etc. They're going to expose some serious corruption. Now, is anybody going to go to jail? Is anybody going to be indicted? Probably not. I hate to break this to you. We never get that end result. It simply doesn't happen. So if you think that Merrick Garland, if he, if he targeted parents as domestic terrorists, or if the FBI colluded with Twitter, Facebook to bury the Hunter laptop story, which they did, and paid three and a half million dollars to Twitter and who knows how much to Facebook to bury the Hunter Biden laptop, and there's not going to be a single indictment. I guarantee you that. But it's going to discredit them. It's going to finally expose the truth. And, you know, hopefully it'll be a huge embarrassment and hopefully some American voters will wake up and, you know, hopefully there'll be have to be at least some resignations, which would be nice. Yeah, I've lowered my standards here. I know it's pathetic. I've lowered my expectations. I used to want handcuffs. And now it's like if we actually find out the truth, I realize, you know, that that's at least some sort of accomplishment. All right. So there's been rioting in Brazil. There has been political unrest in Brazil and there was actually an insurrection in, in the Brazilian Congress, and guess who they're blaming? Guess who's getting blamed? You have these supporters of Jair Bolsonaro, former president of Brazil, who they claim the election is stolen, and Bolsonaro is still the legitimate president of Brazil, and they stormed the, the capital, or the Brazilian equivalent of the capital. They stormed the Brazilian Congress, and it's Trump's fault. It's There's an insurrection in Brazil. There's political unrest. There's corruption, and it's Trump's fault. They literally blame Trump for everything. And like, here's what yes, see. I literally see it. It's just it's just astonishing. Like literally Brazil is a third world country where I mean. Jair Bolsonaro was stabbed several years ago. Okay, he was stabbed when he was campaigning. Literally, he was on a stage campaigning and he was stabbed and he still supposedly suffers from 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 those injuries, has stomach issues, et cetera. Was that Trump's fault also? Uh, I mean, the amount of corruption in these countries and the amount of civil unrest and, you know, the, 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 the amount of political dirty tricks that go on, it's been going on for decades. Brazil has had this kind of stuff happen for decades, way, way, way before anybody heard of Trump. But like it, 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 it they, they, they think the election was stolen. They stormed the Congress. Oh, that's Trump's fault. CNN. CNN said, literally CNN report, this was not just a copycat of Trump and of January 6th. This was stoked by Trump. They followed the Trump playbook. You can't make it up. Um, Jair Bolsonaro and Brazil, they are influenced by Trump. I mean, there's been, you know, and, and watch. Next, they're going to say that Kim Jong Un is influenced by Trump. Oh, North Korea, that that vicious dictator with nuclear ambitions. He, he's just a copycat of Trump. North Korea. You think North Korea would be a, a communist dictatorship with millions of miserable people if it weren't for Trump? I, I, like all, as though like all these world leaders, President Xi, Putin. You know, uh, I, I can't wait for Iran. As if they're all like these men of integrity, these men of honor. And Trump invented the concept of corruption. And like all the and and Trump is not corrupt, by the way. I want to be clear, Trump is not corrupt. But even according to them, that they believe that Trump is like this like vicious corrupt corrupt monster, but as though like he's the one influencing these other countries. Oh wow. Look look at what Trump did. All right, we can have polit I mean, these countries invented it. Like like the United States is civil and tame our, our political process compared to almost every other country. All right, so President Biden Breaking news: President Biden finally visited the border after two years. He fi- and millions of illegals coming across. Biden finally visits the border for three whole hours. Yes, Biden spent three hours at the border. Why did he do it now? I'm going to explain in a moment. What suddenly happened? Right after two years, they've for two years they've told us, "Oh, it's not important." Biden said, "You know, Kamala laughs when he asked her about visiting the border. Ha! Why would I visit the border? Because you have a massive crisis down there. What? What crisis?" Uh, millions of people crossing drug cartels fentanyl what crisis so um so, so after and and biden was asked about it literally a couple of weeks ago he says oh well i have more important things to attend to i don't have time to go visit the border you think i want to waste my time doing it? well suddenly he found the time and he did it for three hours which is a joke and the whole thing by the way was staged they cleared it out in advance there were no illegals he didn't come into contact with one he went to a like a detention center or some sort of Migrant facility on the border, but they cleared it out. So there was not a single illegal, or as they call it, a migrant. By the way, somebody put out the following tweet. Somebody said, if illegals are now referred to as migrants, then what are the Mexican drug cartels? Should we call them pharmacists? They're not, oh, the Mexican drug cartel. The Mexican pharmacists yeah, are 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 sending fentanyl and and narcotics across the border, trafficking narcotics, tra- tra- trafficking prescriptions across the border. The Mexican pharmacist. I thought that was pretty funny. But um but so 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 he goes to the border uh for for political purposes. The whole thing is staged. It's a sham. And now he could say that he did it. And he doesn't literally and, and by the way, Democrats are outraged at Biden that he didn't speak to you're gonna go to the border finally. You're not just speaking to a government officials, speak to like the border officials, speak to the migrants themselves speak to the illegals okay find out what their experience what their plight is like but he didn't do of course he didn't do it because what are they going to tell him so a CNN report filled with fake news said quote one of the biggest challenges biden has faced is having thousands of migrants crossing the border each day uh no that wasn't a challenge i love it but, oh this but biden he became president and Look at this terrible challenge of having all these illegals cross. He invented the challenge. There was no crisis. He invented the border crisis uh, because he literally, literally reversed. Trump fixed it. And then Biden broke it again and not only broke it, but made it exponentially worse than it ever was under Trump or under Obama for that matter. I mean, Biden has made the border crisis, which is not a crisis for Democrats because they want it this way, worse than at any point in U.S. history since we started keeping records about this stuff. And then they say Biden is facing bipartisan criticism for not accomplishing much with his trip to the border. So it was literally it was a photo op. It wasn't a, it wasn't a serious visit. You know, the, 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 like like uh, and, and, and you know what the White House said? This is comical. The White House said that it was a coincidence. Literally, the White House was asked, well, why was the detention facility cleared out before Biden got there. Right before he got there, they cleared it out. They said they had to ship the migrants off somewhere else. It was a coincidence. The The, the White House said that was just a coincidence that uh, and CNN reported it like, well, yeah, the White House uh defended the fact that the that the center was empty of any migrants because they said it was just a coincidence. What a strange coincidence that Biden comes down to the border, finally has a chance to actually see these people. And right then they clear it out. I, 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 it's like, I mean. I, I, he went down there for one reason. Now he could say I visited the border. So why did he do it now? Well, he's planning to run for re-election in 2024. We'll talk about that. They just announced they, they haven't made it official, but they're preparing to have Biden run again in 2024. That's the best news that could end. And you'll say, well, listen, they he won one time. He can win again with all the cognitive decline. Whatever they did the first time, maybe they can repeat it. Look, it's possible. I mean, look at what just happened this past November. Anything could happen. But Biden by far is the weakest candidate. So you tell me that Biden is running. I am thrilled. And I think that the Republicans are not going to make the same mistake, whether it's Trump, whether it's DeSantis, whoever's running against him. I mean, I think a monkey could beat Biden at this point. But um but that's part of it. But that's not the main reason. The main reason is because now the House, the Republicans have taken the House. The Republicans are about to vote on They already voted, I believe, to defund the 87,000 IRS agents that Biden hired, who, by the way, are mostly targeting low income people proportionally. Not just that they're actually from a ratio standpoint of the number, the percentage of low income versus wealthy people. the, The IRS, with its audits, are targeting mostly low income people. Uh, 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 who are struggling the most, but the Democrats are targeting here. So they defunded it. I guess it's symbolic because it's not going to pass the Senate. And now they actually are about to uh, vote on a bill, the new Republican led House, uh, to abolish the IRS, literally to abolish the IRS. And I've, again, obviously these are all symbolic because it's not going to go anywhere in the Senate, but I like the symbolism and, uh, people are outraged. Oh, they want to, they want uh, to abolish the IRS. How could they abolish the IRS? What kind of crazy, wacky Republicans have we put into all- it's not true because income tax they're making a very important point. Income tax was introduced as a separate income tax was an amendment. People don't realize income tax was against the constitution. But then of course the leftists, you know, figured out a way we need it World War 1, the 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 government is strapped for money, we need more money. So it was a sham. The whole income tax was a sham. It was supposed to be temporary, but of course it's never temporary in Washington. It's permanent. So the whole income tax until the the beginning of the 20th century income federal income tax didn't exist people think it's like you know they're so used to it and like they're so like it's so ingrained in them we have to give our money away a huge chunk of our money that we earn to the federal government it wasn't always like this it should not be this way and that's the point that they're making but um but 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 uh here's what's happening here is biden they're preempting because what they're gonna do is now they're gonna, the, 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 House Republicans are gonna investigate. They actually just put forth articles of impeachment against Secretary Mayorkas. Against Alejandro Mayorkas. Who's, who, who, the man is vicious. He's egregious. He's a disgrace. He's a complete disgrace. He's as incompetent as they come. All you've been telling us for two years, he goes on the news, the border's fine. What border crisis? Everything's under control. And like you see videos of thousands of, of illegals coming in, coming across the border. And Mayorkas tells us everything is fine. So Biden knows that he's about to get uh, the the border crisis very exposed by the Republicans and he's trying to preempt that you know and trying to um, you know kind of prevent all the, all the damage that 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 hopefully is about to be caused by Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans I mean they're going to have an impeachment trial I hope for Secretary Mayorkas. Um, Biden also announced a new expansion of catch and release. So this is how the, – the way he's dealing with the border crisis is, oh, well, let's make it legal for more people to come in. That's literally what he's doing. So he's using parole. They're expanding something called humanitarian parole. Basically, Biden is, has announced that they're going to be allowing – even more illegals, literally hundreds of thousands more illegals into the country and claim that they're doing it legally because they found some kind of silly loophole. So, well, we have a major mess at the border. It's a huge crisis. Well, that's because uh we don't have enough ways to let them in. So let's let them into the country legally, even more of them in. And that's somehow going to solve. That's not going to solve the crisis. That's going to make it a million times worse. But that's what Biden wants. He wants mass amnesty. Um And and let me just explain this. And I guess we'll end with this. Um you know, we told you about a lot of these states sending illegals to New York, to Chicago, and and Colorado, right? Colorado just sent busloads of illegals to New York and Chicago because Colorado now is suffering with all the illegals coming there. And Colorado actually uh, – the, the, the Democrat governor of Colorado apologized and they stopped. Basically, New York and Chicago said, please, Colorado, don't send us illegals. And the governor of Colorado is a Democrat. So he stopped. But DeSantis – he gets blasted. Abbott, Governor Abbott of Texas, they get blasted. They're sending these illegals to New York City, to Chicago. Okay, well, here's what it's like. And it's like, oh, they're using these illegals as pawns. How could they do this? Imagine if you run, like, imagine if you have a house, right? You have your home, and imagine if somebody decided to, to, to dump a bunch of homeless people in your house, or drug addicts in your house, or criminals in your house, right? Against your will, right? Imagine that, right? And then there's somebody who actually has a, a criminal rehab center or a drug rehab center or somewhere where they actually run where they tell criminals come here or druggies come here drug addicts and we're going to take you in and we're going to help you right so i take these people who are dumped in my house against my will and i bring them to your shelter you have a homeless shelter right i say all right listen somebody just dumped a bunch of homeless people in my shelter i'm going to bring it to your homeless shelter right and then you say well you blame me and you say well how dare you do this oh how he's using these homeless people as pawns well one second number one you know you claim you want to help these people. Right. I'm not equipped to help these people. You are. So why wouldn't you want to take them? But number two, why don't you blame the guy who dumped them in my backyard in the first place? That's the amazing thing is like, oh, Governor Abbott, look how vicious, look how cruel he is. Look how he has zero compassion for these for these illegals. Governor DeSantis. One second. Biden's the one who dumped them in their backyard. Number one, it's bad for Texas. It's bad for Florida because they can't handle it. Right, I'll prove to you they can't handle it because even New York City is supposed to be equipped to handle it. And they're saying it's out of control. We're, we're oversaturated. We can't do this. Well, imagine how Texas feels and Florida feels. They never even asked for it in the first place. And the guy who actually did it and put them here – and it's bad for the illegals. It's bad. You think the illegals going into Texas, going into Florida, and suddenly, all right, they wake up and they have nothing. They have no food. They have no shelter. They have no clothing. They've got the shirt on their backs and that's it. Well, in New York City – they're going to get, and I'm against this, but they're going to win the lottery jackpot, and they're going to suddenly have access to all these incredible resources because New York City is a sanctuary city. Well, in Texas and Florida, they don't have social pro, they don't have government programs, they don't have free lunches, free handouts to give these people. So, what did Biden do? It's not, you know, it, 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 it's cruel. It's cruel to the people of Texas, American citizens, and it's cruel to the illegals themselves. And and so Abbott and DeSantis are saying, "Well, what do you want me to do? I'm sending them somewhere that's equipped to handle them." And they get blamed, but Biden gets a pass. And Biden's the guy who dumped them in your backyard in the first place. I said I would end with this, but I got one more thing I got to say. Dr. Fauci said that oh, the term "gain of function." He made made fun, uh, and he and he totally minimized the 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 phrase "gain of function." And he was responding, oh, "It's such a nebulous term, I, unbelievable." And he was, of course, he doesn't use the term "gain of function" because he doesn't want to go to jail because he he he, he funded. The 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 research that led to the COVID uh, virus, to COVID nineteen, to, to the pandemic, right? So he was responding to a question on CBS. Elon Musk said that the word "gain of function" you should translate as "bioweapon." We actually read you that tweet here. That uh, Elon Musk said that he said "gain of function," j- j- translate that to mean "bioweapon." And Elon Musk is hundred percent right. Elon Musk is a man of science, unlike Fauci. Elon Musk is a real man of science, and Fauci says. So so he was asked, well, what do you say to that? And Fauci said, well, it's such a nebulous, generic term. We don't even use the word. Yeah, I'm sure he does it. And and, and by the way, gain of function means to take a virus and make it much more dangerous for humans, make it more contagious, more transmissible to humans and make it more deadly to humans. OK, that's why it's a bioweapon. Ah, oh, nebulous term. We don't use the term. I mean, we don't. Uh, enriched uranium. We don't use that term. It's such a it's such a nebulous term, such a negative connotation. Nuclear weapon. Oh, we don't want to use terms like that. I mean, uh, I'm sure Dr. Fauci, the last term that he wants to hear, the last expression that he wants to hear is gain-of-function research. If I were him, I'd feel the same way. That's going to do it for today, and we will see you next time.